Welcome to the Checkmates Go podcast. Join your favorite Checkpoint expert, Phone Boy, and his guests as they cover a range of cybersecurity topics to help you secure your everything. Be sure to subscribe and share, and don't forget to rate and review us. And now, here's Phone Boy. And welcome to Season 3, Episode 20. While back, I had a conversation with Grant Asplund, one of the cybersecurity evangelists here at Checkpoint, and we were uh, comparing notes about the post-COVID workplace, and we were also talking about, well, what's travel like, uh, you know, what maybe travel was like, because, uh, you know, while Grant and I used to put a lot of miles on in, in the uh, in the airplanes, uh, not doing that so much at the moment. Um, and, you know, that, that has that has a bunch of implications, of course, on the workplace, because, yeah, you, everything has to be uh, remote, and uh, that is, uh, you know, we also get into uh, you know some of the uh, I guess some of the challenges you know yeah even even when you were on an airplane yeah there's there's connectivity that didn't exist before and that's that can be good or bad so anyway I uh, drop into the conversation here with Grant I think it became really clear at the beginning of the pandemic right is that yeah and, and I I kind of joked I said well. I've been training my whole life for this because I've been working from home the whole time. So when when it was like, hey, we're going to have to work from home for a while, I'm like, oh, I've been doing this for a while. OK, let's, let's, yeah. let's see how this goes. But I could see in real time in the people in the community grappling with this, like, oh, oh my God, I now have to enable remote access for, you know, hundreds or thousands. 400, 400 instead of four. Yeah, exactly. Or, or, or take whatever number that you want that's a, a huge disparity because that's it's from from a few to all, essentially. Yeah. And by the way, Checkpoint went through this too. We we were not, yeah. the, we were not, uh, you know, we were not immune to that also. Right. So yeah, and we exactly. had, to, you know, so we had to come up with new ways of working too. And it's, and, but, and, and it's pretty clear this is not going to go away. Right. I think there, mm. th- th- I think because the, the, the circumstances have, uh, you know, are evolving the way they are. I was talking with uh, one one of our colleagues uh, not too long ago, one that's one that's been around for a while, and 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 I hadn't talked to her in ages, and and so and, and I'd asked her, I said, so what's the, uh, you know, it's, do you I say are you looking forward to going back in the office? She's like, you know, honestly, like not really, because yeah. I got you know I got kids at home, I got you know, and it's, yeah. and it's it's good to get together and be together and 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 see people in person every now and again, but for day to day work you don't need to do that and yeah. you know and it's it's and it's funny yeah now we you know, and people are start, and it's you know the tools for collaboration you know they've always been there right now we haven't been able to sit here and do video and and, and you know and and high quality audio the whole time but but you know we've been able to there there has been ways to collaborate you know and i mean we you know and I've, I've probably used every single version of every single tool at some point because of you know uh either you know uh, you know web conferencing or or whatever right all of that's you know, it, it's still you know yeah it's gotten easier to use but it's still fundamentally the same thing right it's still you know there you know we've all got we've all got better bandwidth and better internet so the quality's gotten better but there's you know there's still something to be said for getting together in person but there's a lot of things you can do you know because the technology has gotten so much better um and also it's now more flexible that we can do more from a personal computer and also and, and there's better I don't know there's better security options now so I can work at home securely on my own system without having to have a corporate asset necessarily that makes life a lot easier and now I can and so I kind of get the best of both worlds I can use equipment I'm familiar with 
and still maintain, you know, and still have secure access to whatever it is I need to have access to. Um, And it doesn't all have to be on premise. It can be, you know, some of it can be in the cloud. Some of it can be wherever. Right. And it's in, you know, and you're, and you're talking to some great people on on both uh, your talking cloud podcast and the CISO secret podcast. but I think it, it, it is, it, it, and, and you're talking to people that are actually, you know, that are going through this transformation to the, you know, and I, and I think this actually really accelerated, you know, the, everything, this, the last 18 months has really accelerated people's movement to the cloud. Nothing like, you know, I, I love the adage, uh, the mother of invention, right? Necessity. And, and that's what we've all went through. Nobody had a choice. You were told you had to. If you want to stay in business, yeah. (laughs) Exactly. And, you know, it's like tragic and sad for the industries and businesses. The five guys in my town is gone because they weren't able to sustain, you know. I mean, couldn't make that pivot to be able to accommodate delivering at the door or whatever. I don't know. Um, But, you know, there's a fair number of of casualties for sure. Uh, But... I think we're better for it today. I think um, there is a higher level of job satisfaction for those that are able to balance it. And, you know, I don't know about you, man, but I mean, I've always been my whole life a very early riser. So for me to get up and and go to work at 5, 5.30 in the morning, that's awesome. And be able to sit down and be at work. Uh, and consider that, you know, contributing to my day as opposed to it really only fitting within that window when you go into the office and so on. So I'm with you. I'm with you. I think, uh, uh, but I do miss, I have to admit, uh, I miss seeing people, right? Uh, but I don't miss traveling 48 weeks out of the year. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with you on that, right? You know, I mean, there's there's a balance, right? I miss going to HQ and, and seeing all of the contacts, but I don't miss going to HQ and now I have to leave because I have to go to New York next week. And then after that, I'm going to, and then I'm going, you know, that gets a little gnarly at times. And, and I, I think the other thing too, and if I'm if I'm a business owner, I've got to scrutinize the degree uh, uh, to which we return, right? If you think pendulum, yeah, right? We were at uh, the far left and we've swung to the far right. And now where's it going to fall? Um, that to me, I think it's, it's going to fall in a different place. I always kind of liken it to memory in a rubber band. Yeah, exactly. You know, h- how much memory are we going to have? Is it going to go back exactly how it was uh, no. if you had a big, thick rubber band? No way. It, it, it's going to be something different. Yeah, the, the truth is in the middle, as I like to say, right? It's yeah, going to be I, somewhere in, in there. And I, and I don't know what it's going to be or even when it's going to be. But Yeah, that's right. Who knows either? I mean, right now it's, you know, you start to see a light at the end of the tunnel, got a couple of gigs I've been uh, invited to speak at live. And so I'm kind of excited. And then I found out that it was these two events that occurred within this two week window when things were getting approved live, but now that's been cut off. And so the speculation is they're going to get canceled anyway, if this whole uh, variant 
uh, continues, right? Yeah, exactly. Which, and that's, and, and yeah, I, I, I've kind of, you know, at least for myself, right. I've kind of gotten to the, uh, I, I've come to terms with the fact that, uh, probably not doing anything in person for a little while longer, which, you know, it, but I, again, I think there's new opportunities. I mean, I've been able to do, uh, for myself, you know, I, I, I can, I can, yeah, I can do a lot of virtual events now and that's what I've been doing. Uh, yeah. and I'm able to cover more ground because I'm not having to fly someplace and it's totally, and, totally. And so so it it, re, it increases the reach, even if it, even if that reach is maybe uh, it's different. You know, it's production. Not, you, know. I, you know, that's what I say is, you know, my production is about 2.5 of what it used to be, uh, maybe as much as 3x in terms of the number of events, the number of times I can speak, where and what I can do. And it's you're exactly right, because I can be in Atlanta and uh, Boise the same day. Oh, yeah. Or I can do, you know, and I mean, I did, um, you know, I don't know, last month I did an event for Taiwan. And yeah, the timing exactly. of it for me was... In the, basically in the evening here, and I'm like, well, you know, I'm kind of I'm kind of used to working at the edge of my days just because of uh, the time difference yep. between between us and Israel. That 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 necessitates a lot of uh, working at edges of days kind of thing, and so it's a uh, right. um, and but uh, and and yeah, so I've been able to do events in places that I wouldn't be able to go because um, because of the current circumstances, and and yep. uh, and I could sleep in my own bed at the end of it. You know, I mean, I was yep. you know when we did CPX this year, I mean, I had two days where I had to get up at four. In the morning, but other than that, you know, it was yep. uh, yeah. But the trade-off though is, man, there's nothing like the fried rice in Bangkok, right? Some of those, yeah, exactly. some of those smorgasbords they have in the morning, you know, for yeah, breakfast. Exactly. Holy moly, I miss those. Oh yeah. Well, that's yeah. That I, I can tell. Yeah, we yeah the breakfast at the at that hotel that we were yeah. that we always go to. Is, oh man, that's a it's it a it, it's awesome. Yeah, you know, it's well, just terrific. Yeah, the la yeah. I mean, you and I were together on that last trip, right? I mean, because right. yeah, uh, that's a, you know that was that's a, that was a that, that that's an experience uh, going to going to Bangkok, but uh, yeah. it, it just boggles my mind that I have not been on a that, that I have traveled more on foot this year than I have on than I have in the oh. air. <laughs> it's the kookiest thing ever. When you know, I I mean, I was somewhere, I think approaching two hundred thousand miles in twenty nineteen, and in, since twenty twenty, one time I've flown for for work one time. Yeah. Well, I flew twice and that was, you know, and that was it, you know? And yeah. again, that's, um, yeah, I mean, I did, uh, yeah, it's, it's a, uh, my family is currently using my airline miles because I, <laughs> mine are gone. Yeah. I've got kids and yeah, believe me, mine, mine got add up too. to, to bring this back to the topic of conversation. Yeah. It's, this is one of those things that's clearly going to change where it's going to fit. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but I, you know, and again, I, I enjoyed the fact that I, that, yeah, I've been able to sleep in my own bed and work on my health and, and I actually, so you can, you can see in my backdrop here, of course, nobody else can, uh, you know, the, 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 the listeners won't be able to see this, but maybe I'll post a picture in the show notes, but uh, the rebuilt galloping Gertie. The, yeah. The rebuilt galloping Gertie. Well, I ran across awesome. the, the rebuilt galloping Gertie, uh, yesterday. Yeah. So I was born and raised in Tacoma, which is on one of the ends. And then my mom built her first house in uh, Gig Harbor uh, off of Wallachet Drive or Wallachet Bay Drive yeah, or something go. like that. So I'm very familiar. It's a beautiful area. It's, yeah. uh, you know, it's home for me. 
Yeah, it's beautiful up here. Yeah, it's uh, I where I that's what I've been since I haven't been traveling on uh, in the air. Yeah. I've been traveling a lot, running around the you know the, the various neighborhoods and stuff, uh, because I because yeah when you don't when when you're not uh, when you're not <laughs> traveling right, in a shiny metal tube, you've got to find some way to get around, to get out and about, right? Yeah, the yeah the yeah the big old bus in the sky. Yeah, there's no we're not doing that. Um, actually, that's a you know that could that's a funny thing too, right? I mean, and and you know we've we've both spent years traveling, right? That's actually that might actually be an interesting conversation just in terms of like you know just think about what's changed with air with uh, you know with connectivity on airplanes because I mean I remember okay I remember Being cool because um, I've because I've been traveling. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah I've, I've had to make that call from the airplane a couple oh, times, yeah. right? With, you know, before there were cell phones, because I got I got stuck in Denver one yeah. time because I was you know, I don't remember why I, I don't remember why I was flying, but I was but I you know I was flying United and flew through Denver and and got stuck because of, because of weather, and so yeah, I had to make that six dollar a minute call right to my wife to say, all right, you know, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be home late. Um, you know, and this I, I've had to make I've had to do that, but you know now right we've oh. got. Uh, you know, now you got Wi-Fi and Wi-Fi and a screen, Wi-Fi and, and, and movies and entertainment. Yeah. You know, the smartest thing airlines did was put that in to uh, provide, you know, the babysitter pacifier. I'll tell you an interesting story. The last time I was with Checkpoint, I was newly married. Uh, I Joanna and I uh, married in August of 2000, okay? And I was with Checkpoint the first time around. Uh, this was before I bought MedInfo back. And I had a, a trip to Europe. I was going uh, to Germany and to France and then home. And of course, Germany doesn't care about Thanksgiving. And I worked for a guy named Scott McFarlane. And, yeah. you know, Scott didn't care about Thanksgiving either. <laughs> and so I was going over Thanksgiving. And suffice to say, I wasn't overly thrilled because this was the first Thanksgiving I was going to have with my new bride. Uh, who, by the way, is pregnant. We got right. pregnant on our honeymoon. So I decide on my own nickel to upgrade get my work done, uh, fly early back to Germany, do my work, get an okay from Uli Glasner, remember Uli, uh, to leave early. And I do, and I'm flying home so that I actually will land on Thanksgiving in Seattle. And then I've got a you know couple hours uh, and then some drive, uh, but I'm going to surprise my wife. Now, the point of this is I paid for an upgrade to first class on British Airways, flying on Thanksgiving Day from London Heathrow to SeaTac. And I walk into the first class. There's 16 seats. Purser walks up to me and he says, you know, in his English accent, you know, pick any chair. You're the only customer. And then says, I suggest you take one A. That's the one Prince Charles fancies. And, and I said, okay. So I go take <laughs> one A. I'm literally the only passenger in first class flying to Seattle. And I just had to think I needed some more warm nuts or another movie. 
And they were there, man. I mean, I had multiple. And so midway through the flight, the purser comes up. Uh, his name was Johnny. I distinctly remember him. And he asked me, had I ever been in the cockpit on one of these big birds? Now, obviously, this was before 9-11. No. And I said, no, just in my grandfather's Cessna 170. And he kind of puts his finger up like just a minute. And he runs upstairs comes back down he says come on and i following up uh, following up follow him up into the cockpit and sit down in the jump seat behind the pilot and the pilot you know proceeds to turn around a full 180 from the windshield right and we're just sitting there talking for a good half hour because this was right when the bubble was going kooky and i mean it was just nuts you know Uh, so that was an experience that I know never going to get again, right? They don't invite you into the cockpit of a big... Yeah, exactly. Uh, it was a 47, right? So you were up in that that above cockpit, right? That little bubble on the top. That's pretty amazing. And and yeah, but most of the time you're flying in coach and you got, you know, and, and, and one of my flights back from Tel Aviv, this was... I don't know, more than 10 years ago now, but this probably the last time I flew on a seven, it was a 747 that was mm -hmm. flying back, yeah, flying to JFK or wherever. Um, but it was an old, but it was an older 747 <laughs> that still had the projection screen, right? <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, you want to talk about, you want to talk about an anachronism, right? Because that's, because that's how that, you know, because, you know, and I, because I used to fly, because I used to fly, um, yeah. I, you know, I fly between the, you know, the mainland and, and Hawaii and, you know, that's a five hour flight. And yeah, that's what you had. If you had, if, if there was anything, it was, you shared a screen with, yeah. you know, with, that, that with, with everybody else in the cabin, 14, it was almost down, always out of focus out, you know, and you had CRT the little, folded yeah. down every four aisles. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, no, I know what you're talking about. Well, no, 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 the, this was a project, this was a projector the that they're projecting from the ceiling. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And and you had yeah, and, tube, and they gave you a little tube that literally. you then plugked into your uh, headphones. It was, you know, the, uh, was the yeah. was the way they distributed uh, the audio. And they and they charged you five bucks for it. I mean, you know, whatever. I mean, it's just it's just kind of amazing what the you know. And now you can sit there, you know, and and, and yeah, you got to pay something for it, but you know, for the most part. But mm. you know, now you got Wi-Fi, and granted, it's still not very fast. It's still I mean, at least, you know, I mean, it wasn't two years ago. Who knows now? It's my next. Yeah, I'm sure it's still pretty painful, but but you know the fact is now it's like and and I and, and you it, it's amazing and and that yep. that opens up a lot of opportunities. Yeah, you can actually get work done on the plane even if you you know. But at the same time, it's you know think about now what what risks are now inherent both on the airplane and in the oh, you know dude, and for yourself I mean, because now you're that much more connected. That has like okay, nefarious intent. You know, it's not like there's any question broadcast is coming from it's that plane you know what i'm saying it's like there's a very finite number so you yeah, exactly. you definitely could be very targeted with uh your responses because uh it, it's not everybody from the city of chicago it's just everybody from the plane that just left chicago <laughs> again all of this connectivity all of this all of these things are um you know they're they're opportunities for 
for you know for us as as humans and 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 also for you know but also for the bad guys to potentially leverage and so that's where you know you know that's where I think we you know you and I right as as, as people have been doing this for a while and, and and in roles where we're basically uh you know we're both I mean we're both effectively storytellers right I mean we just do it in different ways you're you're um you know we're both evangelists we just do you know we we just uh, we're we're talking to different different kinds of audiences but climbing the, the same mountain just taking a different path you know, I think part of our credibility is we've been there, we've seen this, and we and we know what the, uh, you know, we know where some of the challenges are, right? It, with with all of the stuff, and it, and and yeah, it's we are telling stories, but it's really, you know, the goal is there's a lot of great opportunities here, and you should be leveraging them, but at the same time, be mindful of all the the risks and the challenges. Thanks for joining us for this week's episode of Checkmates Go. Subscribe in your favorite podcast app. Leave us a rating and review and share with your colleagues on social media. And we'll see you next time.